Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Yo, 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 it is the Diversity on a Hill podcast, and we just got our SD card working, so we are Again? Happy. Yeah. Yes. This SD card's a little little strange, man. Yeah, I'll work on that uh, whole SD card bit, but PJ, thank you so much for getting us started. PK here, and we're joined once again by our buddy, PA. Yeah. What's up, guys? <laughs> okay, what I want to make sure is I it, didn't is it the press right button? the... It's okay. this one. Yeah. yeah. yeah that would have been embarrassing if the... Booing one came up or something. No, yeah. no, no. I know which one the booing one is. Is oh, this okay. one? It's more the yeah, the, the Debbie the Downer trombone. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can, if you follow us on Instagram, which is Diversity on a Hill. Yes. You will see that we are recording with PA because I just posted something. Sweet. Uh, uh, we are live posting while we're recording. Nice. Nice. Hey, that's really Look cool. That. That's really cool. Like that. And if you wanna. Uh, want us to hear from you? Yeah, you can reach us at diversityonahill at gmail.com. Diversity with the C for the first time listener, which we're glad you decided to join us as well. Yeah, hey, so we just had lunch together. Yes, we did. We did. And delicious. It was delicious. Yes, yes it was super good. We had a local Peruvian joint here in Collegedale. That is, it's lovely. It's great yes. food. It's called Ahi, by yeah, the way. It's called if ahi. you're ever in town, yeah, try it out. It's delicious. Very much so. And we are talking about food and stuff we like and don't like, which you know. I guess I talk about food a lot. I don't know. You do. <laughs> we talked about carrots last week. <laughs> yes, we did. But PA hasn't listened to that one yet, so he doesn't know we talked about oh, carrots oh, yet. There you I go. did not. So maybe you should get his take on how nah, he Nah, he needs to listen, then we'll get his take. Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. I need to be educated first. But <laughs> Curcio was having some food. What What was it that you were having? El the, saltado. No, 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 no. no. Okay, The okay, thing okay. that we were Oh, the, oh, the, the plantain, baby. The plantain. Latino power. Yeah, so plantains, but you were eating them... Uh, Maduro, which right, is right, 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 fried. It, it, they were they were uh, sweet plantains. Yeah, so That's Maduro it. means ripe. So right, ripe, exactly. sweet plantains. They fry when they, them when they're ripe. They're sweet. Yeah, yeah. Right. and it's a very big Caribbean thing to eat. My my parents made it growing up my whole life. Yeah, it's, it's a staple of Caribbean Puerto Rican, oh, well, especially Dominican. No, Carib yeah. Caribbean food in general, especially Dominicans. Especially Dominicans. Yeah, no. we love our plantain, dude. Listen, Puerto Ricans love them too, but. I may but be, not sweet necessarily. No, no, no. They do love them sweet. Here's he, here's okay, where we're right, going. Right, <laughs> so Curcio was saying he loves to eat them. Yeah. And he has to, every time we go to Ahi, he has to have them. I have to. And so I was saying, I, I don't know if someone asked me if I like them, but I'm like, yeah, I like sweet plantains, but I never want to eat them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they started to laugh saying that then you don't like them. I want to know from you guys because this is really, it's really interesting because I do like them. I don't mind the taste of them. When I eat them, I eat them I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. But I just never want to eat them. So this is the example I gave when, when PJ said that. Mm -hmm. I was like, it's like you like dogs, but you don't like having them around you. Like, it's just, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know how I don't that works. If, I don't know if that's quite the same. No, I mean, I think... <sighs> I get it though, because yeah. like, it's not like the thing that you always want to eat, you know, like it's not, and you don't necessarily 
like you love them. They're just like, eh, no, they're, they're good. It's not even that they're mad. They're good. They're good. And, but I and never want to eat ends. them. Yeah. I've never craved them. Right. So if I went to someone's house, like, yeah. let, let's say I went to your house and Melissa yeah. made them. Yeah. And she put them in front of me and I'd take some, I'd eat them. I go, mm, these are delicious. Because okay. they are, they're delicious. Right. But if I had a choice whether to take them or not, I'd be like, no, nah, I'll pass. And part of the part of the issue is I'm not a big fan of sweet food. Like food food. Like donuts are fine. Because obviously dessert. Like, that's just okay. That's, yeah, that's not food. Like, okay, you mean like entree? I'm I'm talking about food. Appetizer, entree, that kind food, of okay. the thing that should keep you alive. I mean donuts <laughs> can technically keep you alive, but probably it's not in the best state. Yeah, of, right. Yeah. Of, so of, like, of liveliness. Yeah, of yeah. aliveness. I'm not a big fan of sweet food. So like sweet and sour. I don't like sweet and sour what? sauces. Oh my word, you're killing me, Smalls. Nah, because you know why? Because they're sweet. <laughs> and I like my desserts to be sweet and my food to be salty. And I so can that, get behind that. I, I, I think that's the that. thing with plantains is that they're food and they're sweet. And I'm just like, I don't like sweet food. But here's the thing. They're not sweet enough to be dessert. And I like, I look at them. I'm like, no, that's not dessert. That's food. That's sweet food. <laughs> so for me, they fall in that like black hole land of <laughs> oh, they're mercy. good, but I never want to eat them. That's that's brutal, dude. Like the 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 whole thing about eating sweet uh, foods. Now mm-hmm. let's go generalize a little bit more. Like sweet potatoes, terrible. Oh goodness. All right. So so the idea is to have that contrast mm-hmm. when you're eating that you have some salty and you have some sweet and you have that the. <sighs> Come together. It's a party in your mouth. Nah, that's the way I see. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with PG on this one. Yes. Did, like, oh, like the, yes. The, oh, you got it. The, 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 the sweetness is for the desserts, the cake, the ice cream, the donuts. Oh, okay, that's, okay. Like, well, that's a separate category. You should well, mix it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess I'm not much of a dessert guy. Oh, so, see, so that's, that's probably why. Yeah, that, that's yeah. That. Oh, that you just hurt my feelings. Point, yeah. My dessert is normally a salad. You know, so oh, like, that's a dessert. So I eat no. my salad at the end. You that know, was blasphemy. What? Yeah, no, that, dessert salad. Oh, dude. Man. All right. So then yeah. we got into the concept of stuff that you kind of are that way, and you guys say it's haystacks for you. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad Adventist. <laughs> yeah, you're I a bad Adventist. Yeah, bad Adventist. Like, <laughs> yeah, the the Adventists they uh, keep the Sabbath and they eat. Haystacks. The haystacks. I guess I'm not at Venice anymore. So you guys don't like <laughs> like the haystacks? No. N- not really. So why don't you like a haystack? I just don't. Here's the thing is I think I've gotten tired of them because yeah. I've had them so much. Oh, and, 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 and I can eat a food I really like over and over again when I really like it, but I don't mm. really like, like haystacks. I get, like, like I eat ahi every day if yeah. I had to. It's pretty right. good. It's really good. Delicious. It's delicious. But I, I haystacks just don't speak to me that way. <laughs> I, I'm, all, I'm, with, I'm with PA on this one. Yeah. Okay. So, nah, nah. but to me, haystacks are so diverse and so, like, if you go to a haystack meal. Yeah. I'm like, okay, decent, fine. It's probably one of those things that I don't crave all the time, but it's not right. every once in a while. I'll be like, oh, sure, a nice haystack will be fine. Or if there's a haystack meal, I, I'm kind of the same way. And it's like, if they say, oh, we're having a haystack, I'm like, oh, okay. But once I start eating, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good. Cool. I like it. It's just fine. Well, like, if I'm hungry, it's going to be good because I'm hungry. Like, it, that, that's. Well, almost anything's good if you're hungry, but, except for olives, because olives are <laughs> only made for olive oil. And, and okra. Uh, okra. Anyhow, so, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving on. Uh, Welcome yeah. to the Diversity on a Hill food podcast. Yeah, That's food it. Podcast. This is the food episode. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so the idea is, I yeah, I'm I'm with you. I can care less for for haystacks. If if 
if I have a way to build it where it's not a haystack, which is what what does that mean? Okay, let's let's define haystack. Yeah, that's what I okay, need to this, know. This is for me. This is what a haystack is. Uh -huh. Specifically, the Frito Lay's chips. No, they could be tortilla chips. No, but see, they could if be Doritos it's a tor too. I've I've heard of that, but Doritos. the haystacks. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe I love Doritos, so maybe that's a new way to try it. Hey, well, but the basic haystack that I have always seen and I am accustomed to is the Frito Lay chips, mm -hmm. beans cheese like lettuce yeah, and then you can't go wrong with that sour, i don't i don't it's not that good well though. first of all it, beans and cheese delicious rice and beans delicious you add chips for the crunch and the salt some extra saltiness how is that wrong it's like they're all delicious I, yeah no it doesn't work for me it doesn't so, work for me either so so the idea is i don't care what chips you want to use if you want to use even and i like tostitos with the hint hint, hint of lime oh, ones those, gross. Are, those are great nah. and, and if i do the haystacks and i do it with like a doritos cooler ranch ones and then interesting i've never had that before so anyhow but my point is I'd rather not have them to begin with. Like, to me, no chips at the bottom of my plate. If some have rice, well, I'll have rice and, you know, rice and beans, no chips kind of situation. So it's not a haystack. So for for both of you, it sounds like a haystack is a haystack when the chips are present. Sure. But then, because... For me, at least. Yeah, because, but then you get into like, like a nacho bar. Because isn't that almost kind of a haystack too? If yeah. the base layer is nacho exactly. chips, but then you pile everything on top of so it. So when when is a haystack? So For me, a haystack is a haystack when it's specific. Well, I guess I've never had Doritos though. But before I've learned this new knowledge was <laughs> Frito-Lay chips. How about the, have you tried them with the chili cheese Frito chips? No. Yeah, that's good. That's well, good. See, I'm not a big fan of Fritos. Have, have Maybe confess. that's the bad ingredient. That's oh. just throwing everything off you for me. Have, you've had to have had them with tortilla chips. I mean, I had a while ago... For, for the Cajada planning weekend, we had the nachos. Yeah. But that, that was a but nacho for me, bar. That was a nacho bar. That wasn't a haystack. Yeah, but, but we didn't have people, rice. We did have some beans, but we didn't have rice. Is rice have to be a part I of I never this? had it with rice. Well, some... Interesting. You never had a haystack with rice? I mean, I've had it with rice, but like growing up, I never oh, had I it see what you're like, with rice. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was a new experience yeah, later so, in life. <laughs> I, I mean, I got to confess too, like, I guess how you feel about plantain uh -huh. is how I feel about like... Uh, American cheddar cheese. What? Like, really? I can't, I can't, like if I can have any other cheese that's not American cheddar, I'm good. So are you American cheese or cheddar cheese? Well, just cheddar. The, the, well, no, because there's- Like sharp cheddar? There's Sharp cheddar is good when it's the white sharp cheddar cheese. Oh, oh okay. so cheddar so cheese. The, 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 cheddar cheese is delicious. I, I don't like American cheese. cheese, like well, what they call American, or I don't like cheddar when it's processed. Mm. Okay, well, I don't know if, if that's what messes it up for me. I think mm. like is it usually a cheddar. Yeah. Like, like Andrew, I think I'm just tired of eating him. So, <laughs> I think that's what it comes so down like, to. <laughs> I'm just more curious as to. I, I listen. I want all of our good Adventists out there. None of you bad Venice. Um, <laughs> like like you and you and yeah, I. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I don't know if their opinion is valid here, <laughs> but I do. As far as haystacks go, I want to know list. Like go to our Instagram, list it there, email us, list it there, uh, do something. I want to know what makes a haystack a haystack and when does it cease to be a haystack? That's what I'm curious about. That would be about. interesting. I want to know in your mind, what makes a haystack a haystack? I would be interested to know. We'll because some people call things taco salad. Some, some people yeah, just yeah, rice yeah, and yeah, beans and too. a salad on top. Yeah. 
So what makes a haystack a haystack? Interesting question. Well, we just had that while we were eating today, and we wanted to share that conversation with you because, well, we like to bring you in. Well, today we have an interesting topic for you. We yeah. are going to be talking about guns. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And before we go into the break, we do want uh, you to know that there is, uh, we are awaiting a verdict in the George Floyd, uh, Derek Chavin case. So we're recording this before that comes out. So we don't know what's going to come out there. We might talk about that in the future. We might not, but we know it's on, you know, a lot of people's minds. Mm -hmm. It could be a very interesting thing. I know the NBA is bracing for the verdict. Really? Yeah, I, I saw a headline. The NBA is bracing for a verdict because I'm, I'm guessing if he comes out innocent, there'll probably be some boycotting and some protests. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know how I feel about that, but let's see how this plays out. Maybe we can talk about it after, after in our next episode. Yeah, we'll have material for future episodes. Right. Yeah, it'll probably be the future episode because our next episode might not. But anyways, we'll be right back after this music. guess what what we're back yes we are yeah and oh pa is doing some he was still jamming i, I was jamming was jam. music oh. oh is that what you were doing <laughs> yeah. oh, is that what doing. that's called yes no. jamming i was making sure you were okay yeah. i was making sure you weren't have a physical yeah. like reaction to something that we ate or <laughs> he, he confessed that when he listens to the podcast sometimes he, he's you know going with the i flow. do i yeah. vibe i vibe to that music go. that cool. music in between there for sure all right, so something that we haven't talked about, but I've wanted to talk about because yes, I have. know uh, I know we're we we're gonna have maybe some different views on this, and it's something that I think we should talk about because it's kind of been in the news. It's kind of been related to some of the things we have been talking about, especially when we talk about shootings, mm. guns, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gun control. What do we feel about guns? How do we feel about them? What are our things? Is it is it our in? Is it our right? To have the guns as Americans, is that what makes us American? Um, I want to know from you guys kind of what you think about that. I have no idea where PA stands. I don't think we've ever had this conversation. No, we have not. I do know where PK stands a little bit. Yeah. Because I do know, is this, is this knowledge that I can share? I don't know. That's a good question. Right. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> anyways, I'll share it this way. I don't own a gun. Never have, have no desire to own one. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little lost at the fascination of a certain group of Adventists, and it's quite a few, with guns. Okay, mm -hmm. you're going to have to explain fascination because that's a word that is very broad when it comes to how people may relate with weapons. Sure. So my idea of fascination is the idea of that's coming from the concept that I have no care in the world to ever own a gun. Okay. I mean, I've shot one once. I have no idea why I would own a gun, to be honest with you. Okay. And I know that as past Adventists historically have been a little bit more on the conservative side when it comes to that, as in, you know, when wars, they were, they wouldn't carry weapons. Mm -hmm. For goodness sakes, we have a movie Des about mm -hmm. Desmond, Desmond Doss, Doss, a hero in the Adventist world, who I remember at the time when the movie came out, yeah. so many Adventists said, oh yeah, oh, I've met Desmond Doss. He's a great guy. He's a wonderful guy. And the whole premise of his life was he never even wanted to touch a gun. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to me, if you want to own guns, if you want to own multiple guns, if you're kind of into it, and if you have a kind of a, 
I don't know, like this need to to ex- say that that's part of our f- natural born freedoms as an American. Then to me, that's a little bit of a fascination. Okay. I don't, it's not like you have to watch it every time or see, or you have you own an arsenal of guns. Though I do know, I have friends that might have a little bit of an arsenal. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I don't get it. Help me understand this, someone. What are your thoughts, PA? I, I don't think I could help you understand that because I'm in that same boat. <laughs> like, I've, I've never once, I mean, given really any thought to going out and like buying a gun or owning a gun. Um, I know my like my dad like has a shotgun and stuff, but it wasn't necessarily for like because we were scared or anything. It was just mm-hmm. a sense of like this is kind of fun to you know shoot in the yard sometimes at a target or something. You know, like and it was that kind of a thing. It was never yeah. like it was more for for sport. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting concept to me. And we'll get but, into this and I know I'm going to make people mad with my comments cuz yeah. I am a I'm almost a I am almost a left-wing anti-gunner almost. <laughs> not not really. I don't I'm mean, listen. He's on the precipice. Almost <laughs> all my friends, almost all my friends own a gun. Almost all of them. Not there's a few that don't. Almost yeah. all my friends own a gun. And I still don't get why some of them own guns. Right. I I just don't I don't get it cuz it's kind of the same thing. It's for sport, it's for this. There's also something called a BB gun. Yeah. There's also called something called um, if you really want to get in sport, uh, paintball markers. Right. There's laser tag. There's video games. There's I don't airsoft. Know. There's, there's airsoft. airsoft. There's airsoft. Yeah. So I never get the concept of target practice. Oh, I just do it for target practice because I, I guess as Adventists, I also I'm, I don't believe. Well, this is my personal belief. I know the people other people might disagree. Yeah. But like hunting, I I don't get it. Like as I don't Adventists, get it either. Yeah. I, I'm not sure why we're. There's not a need for food. Yeah. We're not, we don't need to gun down a, a deer for the sacrificial system anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of a lost at that kind of sport thing. Here's where I do understand people who live in Alaska. Okay. I do know a lot of wild animals can come into your territory and they can be very aggressive. That's the one time like an Alaskan who says I have a gun because there's bears that live there and I've had to shoot a bear away. Yeah. All right, cool. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But I'll be honest with you. In my little uh, suburban neighborhood in Georgia, which I guarantee you, I'm probably only one or two people in my neighborhood that don't have a gun. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Now that's fair. Now I'm on the other. I'm on the opposite side of this. All right. Yes. Yeah. So, so I was like, you guys can share the that disagreement episode. Yeah, right? yeah. This is a disagreement episode. First so, it was plantains. You <laughs> know, it's like, oh my goodness, what's happening to these guys? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I wouldn't go as far as a lot of people say. Like, this is in, woven into the fabric of America, and you know, it is our it is our constitutional right to do so. Obviously, when the Constitution was written, we had just uh, broken off of of the Brits, you know, like so. Mm-hmm. So we we had a legitimate reason uh, to for defense, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that we can maintain the freedom. Because only because you achieved freedom didn't mean that you were going to be able to keep it. Because you were going to be able, you you were susceptible to to falling prey to another country that's going to come and attack you or what have you. We um, hear some of that terminology though still when people talk about freedom of guns now, right? And it's, it's more of an ingrained um, distrust of your government. Correct. There is that because uh, the ones who are supposed to hold the government accountable are the people. But a lot of people forget where the power lies. It's like the same situation with our church structure. I'm not going to go there right now. But the, the power lies in the churches, not right. in the conference or the divisions or the unions or anything of that sort. But anyways, no here, no there. That's not where we're going. But, but um, so... I believe that experience 
influences the decision to bear an arm or not. Okay. So if it's part of your upbringing and you were brought up in that way, your grandfather or great-grandfather was a hunter who passed it on to your grandfather, who passed it on to your father, who ultimately passed it down to you, and that's how you feel. You know, it's just part of the sport, right? Like Almost PJ, like a part of who you are. Correct. You. Like yeah. PJ likes basketball, right? And I don't know if you learned it from your family or not. It's something you picked up on, and you're going to try to teach that to your son, right? And maybe he might pick it up, maybe he won't, or, or your daughter. So, so the idea is there's that tradition that is passed on. Oftentimes it was, this is my great, great, great grandfather's rifle, you know, kind of idea. And you pass it on and you get the, the trigger finger and, and you, you know, you like that. And, and so, so I think that there's, there are different reasons. How about somebody who uh, might've been mugged one time with someone who had a, 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 a weapon, you know, and then the idea is, well, in order to com- combat that or avoiding that from happening again, you know, you want to protect yourself. So there is that whole element of you had a negative experience with it. Uh, according to Desmond Doss's story, the reason why Desmond Doss didn't want to touch a weapon was because of his experience with his father mm-hmm. and what he saw. Yeah, right? but it was that. But notice how notice how he took it. It was there was an uh, ultraviolence. He didn't want that violence, so it wasn't like, I need to protect myself. And the second part of that story is he saw the Ten Commandments that said, thou shalt not kill. Correct. Right. And so to him, and this is what I don't get, a gun, and, and, oh, man, it just makes me so frustrated when people go to the fact that, like, what? Anyways, we'll get there eventually. I'm assuming, because <laughs> part of the talk is, you know, the weapon isn't just to kill. And that's it, probably it, where it's gonna where, it, it where is, we're gonna t- that's yeah. tip what, you that's off. What a yeah. gun that's is what is it's designed, designed to do. for. Is it though? Well, well, you tell me what is it designed for? There, not once did I don't think the inventor of a gun said, "Here, let's do this to open a can of beans or to shoot a target." Uh, but we want to make it lethal. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's an instrument of war. That's what it was created for. Correct. It wasn't an instrument of, so like a knife. People always use, well, people can kill people with a knife. Yeah, but a knife's sole intent is not to kill. Right. It has it has cutting capacities. Like You mm-hmm. need a knife to cut a vegetable. You need a, a knife to, let's say, a whole hunter-gatherer. You needed a knife to, to slice open the animal, right. right? But it wasn't to actually kill the animal. Very few probably did it that way. I'm sure some did. Right. But right, that wasn't right. the sole intent of a knife. Okay. I, there's it's it's a tool that can be used for so many other things. As far as a gun, it's target practice or shooting someone. <laughs> no, because you can go hunting for the sport. Of yeah, it. Uh, it's killing. So, yeah, killing. Killing. So, yeah, killing. Okay. So yeah. It's, it's its sole purpose is to kill something. Right. So there are tools that are made for specific uses, like you're saying. Sure. And sure, let's let's say that that a gun was made with the intent to kill. Sure. Uh, to give for war, right? It's like saying a bomb wasn't invented to kill. Well, you know, some people would argue that a little bit because, <laughs> you know, like for How instance, though? no, 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 with the with the science, for instance, that Albert Einstein came came up with, right? Mm-hmm. And then they used it f- to create the nuclear bomb, 
Right, right. Right. That was not the intent with which the science that he but, made. But the bomb right. was. But it's it was a bomb, taken. But the, but the bomb. But the right. Bomb. They created it from that knowledge. Right. Right. So, right. Well, you. There's a lot of science that goes into the physics and how a gun works. Right. They use the science to make the instrument that is made to kill. Correct. So I go back to to the the initial point that I'm trying to make. Sorry, that we the keep people who because we disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> that experience is what influences people in most cases to make a decision whether or not to bear sure. bear a weapon. For right? sure. I agree with that. So so when you go there, then the argument goes to it's best to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. I mean, so, I, I get the I get the thinking behind so, it. So 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 get it. No, so here's 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 the thing. The weapon that was used was used for the for war. War was all was ultimately when you go to war, you go to war for two purposes, either to protect and defend yourself and and keep your freedom or to take somebody else's Mm -hmm. because you want what they have. Right. Mm -hmm. So the idea is the it's linked to the fact that people are fighting, quote unquote, for their freedom. And if I'm going to fight for my freedom, I want to make sure that I have the tools necessary to retain or keep my freedom. Mm hmm. So, so whoever has the strongest uh, weapon or knows how to use their weapon the best, right, is the one who's going to ultimately be able to keep that said freedom. And I think that that's how it's woven into uh, this whole concept of freedom within the United States, right? It, like people, yeah, have they build that. it in the Constitution, and right. now it's kind of one of those things. And, and and I do as I read the Constitution, and once again, people might think I'm a bleeding liberal for reading it this way. I think there is some interpretation in there, the mm-hmm. way it's worded. Yeah. It talks about militias as well right. and those kinds of things. It, it's not simple just like, yeah, if you're an American, you get to have a gun, and if you don't, you're not American. Right. It, it's not as simple as no, as no, that. No, 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 it's not that. No, and, and people need to realize it, and that's that's where people oversimplify it. Well, I'm an American. That's in the Constitution, to the right to bear arms. Yeah, but even the term right to bear arms is to me in reference to, hey, listen, I have the right as an American to defend myself against things that are against the American ideal. Yeah. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But but also, we're, our government is so big now. It, I just, like, so I hate the argument when people use, so right now there's a bunch of stuff about gun control. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And it's the, the age old, here we are, Democrats, Republicans, uh, everything becomes politicized. Everyone has to pick a side. And if you're Republican, you obviously are pro-gun and everything's gun. If you're Democrat, you want to take every gun away from the world. And both of those are incorrect. Right. Uh, those are Extreme. those tend to be the places where you lean. Mm-hmm. But it's incorrect to say that if you don't believe in guns, you want them all taken away. Mm-hmm. I believe you're right for self-defense uh, as a country, as a nation. Awesome. I'll say this, though, however, for me. If I had a gun, even if I was trained, I can't, I can think of almost no situations where I would truly need one. I've been in my life 43 years, have been in no instances where I need a gun. And if I find myself in an instance of needing a gun, would I have it on me? Number one. Number two, would I be like, if someone came up to me and mugged me and put a gun in my face, I'll be honest with you. Even if I had a gun, I wouldn't be like, you know, now's a good time now that this gun's pointed at my face to pull out my gun and start a gunfight. I'd be Mm -hmm. like, no, take my stuff, whatever. Right? I I can see very few situations, Mm -hmm. at least in my life, where I'm like, you know what? A a gun makes a lot more sense. To me, there's, at least to me, to me, there's more danger in 
over guns than there is in less guns. Yep. I, I hear where you're coming from. And I see what the government is trying to do with this whole gun control. The problem mm -hmm. is the same problem. It's human beings. I don't I don't 100% agree with that, though. And I I'll, mean, obviously, obviously human beings, yeah, and sin is the problem. But here's the thing. So, for instance, people will use this argument, right? So, oh, the government's trying to take away our guns because someone went on a mass shooting. Mm -hmm. Right. First off, it's more complicated than that. But okay, fine. And then they, I saw this skit or this whatever of like, hey, we're coming to take your car because someone drove drunk and killed a bunch of people. So we're going to take away your car because someone was irresponsible in your... But a car is not designed to kill people. <laughs> That's the whole difference between a gun and another freedom that you're... The gun's sole purpose is really to kill. It's not like I can take the gun and pick my teeth with it. But but what they okay, but <laughs> the argue, the other side of the argument though is it was designed to kill to retain your freedom. But so 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 even though you're saying yeah, it's it's about a purpose that means I'm going to take somebody's life, right? At the same time it's take someone's life or an animal's life not when hunting like if you're getting like you said the alaskan mm -hmm. who's going to get attacked by a bear mm -hmm. or by yeah. some other wild animal yeah. right it is your life or theirs so in our, in essence you're not just fighting for your freedom in certain cases you're fighting for your life so it's an it's an item or a tool that's going to help you in essence keep your life right so so i hear what you're saying that it was designed with that purpose but the purpose with which is used it's what becomes convoluted and that's why I said the problem is people. People is the, are the problem because people want to enforce their will. They want to they be the stronger being. They want to be the one to get X, Y, and Z for their sake, thus using the tool. Because you can use a car and run somebody over with it if you wanted to. Sure. It wasn't intended to, use, to be used that way or for that purpose. Mm -hmm. See, the purpose with which you see the, the weapon and your purpose uh, for using the weapon is what you know, the motive is what, is what makes it I interesting. I got you. Even with self-defense, though. Even right. with self-defense. The, the, the point of a gun, you're right. It's, it's self-defense, but it's a pretty permanent self-defense. Oh, yeah. And, and oftentimes, self-defense turns into overuse of it. Right. I mean, we've been talking about police on our episodes. Mm -hmm. The fact that guns have been involved in all of these when there would probably be a better way of de-escalating it, such as a taser, such as some kind of other form of... Yeah, but but here, this is where the challenge comes in, though. Mm -hmm. Like, guns already exist. Like, we're talking centuries yeah. of guns, of uh, weapons, right? So when you, when you run into that particular situation now, it's how do we coexist with it? Because, see, here's the thing. They're not going to go anywhere. They already know how to make them. So either you get them legally or you make them illegally, somebody's going to have a gun. So if you take all the weapons away from the officers who are supposed to keep the peace. And I'm not saying that. I'm not no, saying no, no, that. That's not what you're saying, but I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. We could find a better way to apprehend people and do all that stuff, yes. Mm -hmm. But when someone gets their hand on a weapon, mm -hmm. you're out of gas. If your weapon cannot deal with theirs right and this is kind of how war was it like the uh, here's a uh just a, a quick peek into history i don't want to go too deep into this but like in in um japanese history they used to use swords that was their strength that was what the samurais were about and all of you know ninjas eventually and all that other stuff right 
but the once throwing they, stars. Yeah, stars. but once <laughs> they introduced a gun, it changed the ball game for them. You see what I mean? And whoever they went up against who had uh, weapons of that, you know, of, mm-hmm. of, of guns, they would win the war. Mm-hmm. So, so, so the argument now is not so much erat- you, you're not going to be able to be, get away with or, or destroy every single gun that has been created. And that's something yeah. I don't necessarily agree and, and with. And I know either. that's not what you're, st- you're thinking you could, do, you could destroy all the guns? Oh, no, 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 no. No, what oh, I'm okay, saying okay. is obviously I, I do feel like because of the way the world is, if someone has a sword, let, let's say Korea, uh, North Korea has a sword. Uh-huh. And they're going to attack America. Okay, yes, you, you have a sword, America. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about my biggest deal. And Listen, I know weapons are a necessary evil. I know defense is a necessary evil. I'm more concerned about your typical everyday Christian, Adventist, or just Christian in general. Yeah. The need for a gun. Adventists used to be uh, what I would... You know, in the wars, conscientious objectors. Yeah, I don't think we stand on that spectrum anymore. We do. Mm, I, n- I mean, the majority so, of the people who I talk to, mm. and obviously I'm, you know, fall into the camp of, listen, it, this is necessary. We need to do this. We need to protect our freedoms. If I needed to do it, I would do it. I know. I know Adventists. I know a few Adventists who have stockpiled guns because of their, um distrust of the government or to be ready in the last days by the way nowhere in the bible does it say in the last days we are going to be in a war and shoot people right right. it says we are going to be fleeing to the hills and that the lord is going to be our protector right i feel like as a church we've not not as a whole but i do feel like there's people within our church who have been like nope i gotta protect my freedoms no that's the lord's job and by the way we're trying to protect freedoms that are kingdom freedom. I mean, earthly kingdom freedoms, mm-hmm. not heavenly kingdom freedoms. Yeah, and and that and that's a great point. And, and again, I get to, I think as a church, like now when I say church, I'm going to refer to church as the institution, mm-hmm. not local church. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, as a church, we still stand on that side of being a conscientious objector. I I I believe that's where we stand. That's what we share, at least. Now, what's happening is we have, and, and this is how it goes, guys, we have families mm-hmm. whose children decided that they don't want to be conscientious objector, mm-hmm. uh, objectors, and they join the military, mm-hmm. right? And if you're not a conscientious objector, guess what? You're handed a weapon. Yeah. I mean, that's just given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now the family is going to find themselves in a place where it's like, well, I have to support my my child or my brother, or my sure. sister, right? So now it's like, well, you know, if they, you know, they're fighting for our freedom, you know, and I appreciate our military. I've said this multiple yes, times. Of course. Appreciate the sacrifice, appreciate their service. Um, but this is where the families find themselves. So obviously they're going to swing the pendulum more than likely, not so much on the conscientious objector side uh, where the church stands or where the, you know, the beliefs are, they're going to swing it over to, I'm going to support my family member kind of situation. And that's probably where we run into people who are like, well, I don't know. Well, and this, this to me also stems from, remember when Lisa Diller was talking about the, the swing in patriotism, Mm -hmm. you know, with the wars, that there was a kind of a propaganda saying, Hey, listen, this is where patriotism and nationalism to me, to me, this, this goes a little bit hand in hand with that. Okay. The fact that we've we've kind of lost sight in, in in some instances of the greater 
of what we're, we're trying to get to heaven. We're not trying to protect this planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are like, we need to protect the planet. That came out wrong. Um, <laughs> we're, we're not just trying to protect our earthly comforts and our earthly kingdoms. Mm-hmm. And this nationalism and patriotism, I, I feel like has led some of our church, not, not just some of the conversations I've had with people about, no, this is my freedom. This is what I need to have. And, and I just, I just don't get it to be honest with you. Cause even in these mass shootings, you know, in these mass shootings, someone else had a gun in the thing. I think in the last one, they even said some guy tried to defend themselves and well, he ended up getting shot. Mm-hmm. One of the arguments is like, well, if more people had guns, these mass shootings wouldn't happen. No, we have tons of people with guns, by the way. Now mm-hmm. it's not like the government has taken away guns. Right. As a matter of fact, now now there's a war between the Democrats and the Republicans. Democrats are saying, "Hey, listen, let's put some more standards on them. Yep. Let's let's hold people more accountable. Make guns a little bit harder." Yep. And just recently, there's been a couple states who have said, "Hey, you know what? We're Republican states." Now, I think even Tennessee was one of them. Mm-hmm. They said, "No need to have a permit." Yep. That's true. No need to have training to, to get a gun. Right. Right. I don't I don't understand why you have to go all that direction just because you don't agree with yeah, now now when it comes to again how we're going to treat the dynamic now that gun that guns, you know, and weapons and and gun violence is here to stay, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's where the where the the true conversation has to go. You know, like I get where you're coming from with not understanding the need for it. I I go on the side of if your experience dictates that you feel that you need to have it because you don't want to be presumptuous in saying that the Lord is going to watch and keep me, the devil is still alive and well. Ooh, right? yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I, I know you're going to feel all sorts of fuzzy with that one, right? But the reality is the reality. You know, there have been experiences even that I've had that I'm saying, yeah, wish I would have had it. But, but you, see, look, you're here sitting here. Healthy, fine, and, and and wise. I mean, did someone lose their life in one of those situations? Or did you no. just lose stuff? Are you just like, we're uncomfortable? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, you wish you had it, but why did you wish you, if you had it, it might have escalated it to a point where someone actually did lose their life. It could. It could. No, it... It could. It, you, can't, you can't say definitely that I it know, will. No, there's not definitely, but the chances get higher. Again, they could. But no, the, no, 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 no. If you put a gun into the situation, the chances get higher that you might have to use it or that you'll be willing to use it if you feel unsafe. If I don't have a gun in my house mm-hmm. and a robber comes in, I don't know if he has a gun or not, but I'll tell you what, me having the gun in the house does make the rate higher that I'm willing to use it, even if I know he has one or doesn't have one because now I feel unsafe. Sure. So that's what I'm saying is the probability, the fact that it's now in my possession, mm-hmm. the probability of me using it in an uncomfortable situation has escalated because, well, I have it. If I didn't have it, the probability naturally goes down. Well, yes, yes, that's correct. Because when you have it, you have it for a reason, right? Yes. And when that reason gets triggered, yeah. then yes, you're going to go to that. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right there. Now, at the same time, there is that possibility. Mm-hmm. That if you have one and they don't, yeah. Now it's the it's the the whole choice part that plays into it. You've gained the power, right? Mm-hmm. So then, what do you do with that? Because you see, that's where I think the the challenge with officers is. Mm-hmm. Most officers know that they have to get the power if they don't have it. Mm-hmm. 
So they're trained on ways that they behave that will give them the power in any given circumstance. The issue is when they find themselves that they are not, the situation isn't dictating that they, will, they are going to gain the power in the upper hand mm. to do what they're taught to do. And then they trig, they automatically go to the thing in their arsenal yeah. that's going to give them the highest possibility. Sure. Right? And I think that that's where, where the biggest challenge comes in. Because if everyone had, I don't know, I'm not even going to go nice. I'm going to pick something stupid. Everybody had a screwdriver. That's not the stupidest thing you could pick. But but <laughs> it's <laughs> how what about I'm saying. A, okay. How about a squiggly straw? Sure. Let's go with the squiggly <laughs> straw. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> no, just if everyone has a squiggly straw, all right? And that's what we du uh, dubbed as the item or the tool for protection. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to boil down to who knows how to use it best. Yeah. But then the motive comes in. So there's so many layers to it. Always layers. That makes it so complicated. Sure, always layers. So, so, so this is why I'm saying now that they're here to stay, because you can't, eradicate all of them mm -hmm. we have to figure out making it more difficult to put in people's hands that's a no-brainer these states that are just so. saying do you know whoever whenever however i don't agree with that either mm -hmm. you need to make it harder for people to get it so that the people who get it are trained and know what the stakes what the stakes are of having one mm -hmm. and be educated enough and wise enough to utilize it correctly because it does have a purpose. In my opinion, you know, sure, it was created to kill. Fine. But in the end, you still have the ability to choose how you're going to utilize it. Yeah, but being sinful, I'll be honest with you. We, we, we do tell people, like, for instance, we were talking about sexual sins. Sure. Hey, sex exists. So, hey, it's just up to you to ha whether you're going to look for okay. it or not or not look and for it. And this is why I made the statement that the problem is people. It, the, the, the source of the issue is still the same. It's people that that give in to sin. Yeah, but if you if you know people are the problem and you know they have a propensity to be a certain way, mm -hmm. aka violence. It started at Cain and Abel. Sure. Okay. Didn't have a gun, but he was still violent. Right. Okay. Why not be more cautious? So for instance, if an alcoholic walks into the room, you're like, well, the problem is him as a people. He just needs to make better decisions. Let me stick a beer right in front of him ah but you see now <laughs> now you're you're heading into another another platform am i because not everybody sees things the way we do okay okay so 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 now you're saying why would you give someone who is dubbed an alcoholic which how many people really confess to be alcoholics sure. first of all right and then say why do we give the alcoholic alcohol again it boils back down to the person. I understand, but if we have a propensity to be violent. Yes, we know this. We, we know this because of the Bible. The Bible tells us that we are born and shaped in iniquity. We understand this. Well, common sense. Everyone, I think but even the other world, people do. Humanists, no, because oh, humanists, sure they do. humanists believe like, that. There's dictators. Yes, but humanists believe that people are in, intrinsically, or intrinsically, sorry, good. Yeah, till they go Not to a, evil, till they they go to a country. Okay, but so I'm saying our, <laughs> our worldview 
Okay. PA's been totally bombarded <laughs> by us right now. Oh, no, it's are okay. You, are you still here? I'm, I'm, I'm soaking it all in. I'm going to say something a little bit. I'm just kind of soaking it in. Okay, I'll, I'm going to wrap it up here with no, what no, I got to say. But, but again, we understand it a certain way because of our beliefs mm -hmm. and our belief system. Not everyone sees it that way. Mm -hmm. And because not everybody sees it that way, not everybody's going to agree with how to behave with the circumstance. And this is why I'm saying it boils down to the same issue. The people are the problem. And yes, they're the ones who have to make choices. We cannot make all the choices for them. A drunk person should never get behind the wheel. And and now they have a huge weapon. I understand. But, okay. but basically what you're saying is you're saying eloquently what I always hear. Okay, go ahead. Right? Guns don't kill, people do. That's what that's that's one of the biggest taglines for pro-gun people. Okay. What's the problem with that? <laughs> Guns help people kill more efficiently. They help them kill better. It's a tool of destruction. I hear what you're saying. So it's it's a flawed argument to just say black and white. Oh, people kill people. Well, you're just saying it more eloquently. Okay, sure. Then I'll go and step into that into that realm <sighs> just for the it. sake of our conversation here. A knife would help me kill more eloquently than a squiggly straw would. And if I'm going to hurt you, mm -hmm. I'm not going to draw a squiggly straw. No, and so, I'm gonna draw, so would a rock. draw a knife. Yeah, so would a rock. So would a rock so would, or yeah. so would a... Okay, yeah. so, so the point is I still have to choose what I'm going to do with that weapon. I understand, but it's a lot easier to kill people with guns than it is with a knife. It is. Ah, not if you know how to use it. PJ. You mean to tell me how many mass? Okay, how many I'll people tell have you. gone I'll tell into? You right now. How many people have gone into a warehouse? I'll tell you and right now. Stabbed eight people without. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Someone who's good at, at doing that can do it. He's going to bring the ninjas back. I am not going to bring ninjas. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> samurai swords and ninjas. No, what I am going to say though is a person who doesn't know how to use a a, a gun correctly mm -hmm. will miss, and will miss often. And they could miss and hit you in the arm and not kill you. Mm -hmm. They can injure you without killing you with the weapon I, if they do not know how to use it, right? So what I'm saying is, though you're right, it is could be more efficient way of doing it, and you have a less probability of, of not killing someone when you use it. Mm -hmm. The probability is still there. So in the end, the argument that people kill people, not just guns, that's the truth. Well, obviously, a gun standing by itself... It, it, it will not, but the tool is so much more effective. That's and, and when the tool is made exactly for that. Oh, yeah. and here's here, here's another pet peeve of mine. All right, go ahead. So you said about the the gods are protector, but there's the devil in the world. Okay, yeah. you struck a nerve there. Sure, because as at as Christians, we believe that God is our protector. Yes, right, and I totally believe that. If it's my time, and I get mugged and I get shot. Mm -hmm. Me having the gun and living a couple extra years, I, I feel like we value our 60 to 90 years of our lives too much. We value them too much to, okay. to, to really think about eternity. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to carry this gun to make sure I, I protect my 60 years or 80 years of life. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know here or there. That, that could be whatever. But some of the same people, and I'm generalizing here, and I know I'm generalizing, and I'm sorry, and I'm not supposed to do this too much. <laughs> but a lot of the people who are the staunch pro-gun people mm -hmm. are the same people I have found in some conversations that are the same anti-mask, anti-vaxxers because it's taking away their freedoms, which is interesting because, and, and I've heard this, well, I'm going to trust God to, 
to, I've heard this argument, the coronavirus, I'm going to trust God that will take care of me against the coronavirus over this mask. However, I'm going to have this gun and not trust God over a robber who is less, who I'm less likely to encounter than the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. To I, me that I, I hear where you're coming from. To me that thinking makes no sense. The gun is my freedom and it's here to protect me, but a mask is taking away my freedom and it's a lie and, and I'll trust God to take care of me through this pandemic. Like to me, I, it's like that there's a, con- there's a cognitive dissidence here. Yeah. I, I and I know I you're not that I'm way. Not, I'm you're you're pretty middle roadish. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Except there. Except when it comes to guns, you, so get this like I, the way the way i see this obviously i don't i i am pro mask so it's mask so yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not yeah, yeah. but i think that that the the weapons argument is more of a personal this is for me kind of thing masks isn't just for me but it can also impact somebody else and i don't know that that the uh, the conversation with guns is in the same vein of the masks. But I hear where you're coming I from. I know, but it's the, and the concept. It's the, right, the presumption. Yeah, the presumptions. Yeah, yeah. So so I get it there. And I get how it doesn't make any sense in that argument. When it comes to the behavior with guns or masks, that's on a, on a different. It's not you necessarily apples to apples. T- you just can't tell me what to do. But <laughs> All right. Go ahead. P- yeah, go no, ahead. You, you, you've been c- so concise. I know. Thoughts, I've just been kind of. You have uh, five minutes to wrap this all up. To wrap everything up? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Who's right? Who's wrong? Five, no, just nah, I don't know about <laughs> that. <laughs> pick, pick a side now. Yeah, we're going to pick sides and make this more divisive. <laughs> um, no, I just think. And here's my whole kind of thing of it. Of like what PJ was saying that when there is a gun present it heightens the situation. Both sides. If if I know there's a gun in my house, someone breaks into my house, I don't know if they have a gun or not, my first reaction is going to be go to that gun, right? And get it and and do what I need to do, right? That heightens the situation immediately. And I've, and I've begun to see, and I used to, I don't know, I, I was talking about this with my wife too, about um, when we heard about the, um, the police officer, and I'm forgetting her name, she mistook her uh, taser for her gun mm-hmm. and shot that, yeah, yeah, yeah. shot that guy, right? That's Dante. And she had about, what, 27, wasn't she like in the police force for a very long time? And she had a lot of training. And she had all of these things. And, and my, my thing has always been like, we need to train our police officers more on, on shooting guns. And we need to train people more on guns and know how to use them. But the thing is, is that when you're in that specific situation, and I, and I believe that when you're in that place where everything is risen up here, like the, the situation is really up here, instinct begins to take over. And I think that's what you're saying is that your instinct then is going to be sin is going to arise in you. And then, it's going to be that thing that takes over there in that moment. Yeah. And that is always usually leads to the, to the thing going worse and well, being bad. Well, <laughs> let, well, let's go to the, that particular example real quick. I know we don't have a lot of time. The person that came into your household right. was the one that heightened the situation. Because they should have never chosen to come into your household with Correct. bad intentions. Correct. Who so, said they came in with, well, I guess they're bad intentions. Even they're they're right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah, came into in yeah. my house. I backed so up correct. quickly. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I backed up right away. <laughs> nobody's you blowing you up. Going Just because we disagree doesn't mean you need to get nasty Ain't with nobody me. Nobody gets nasty. Here we go. So, so the idea is, you know, that's, that's what triggered it. It right. wasn't the fact that my instinct is to go get my weapon. The instinct is, what on earth are you doing in my household? Correct. Uninvited, but 
But the if there's gun, a house, it raises the stakes a right, little right. bit more. It just, yeah. Because now there's a, like PJ was saying, a weapon of, of mass destruction, a gun in the house. And if I'm going to get that gun, I think that raises the stakes even more. Because now you know that I have this weapon mm-hmm. that I could end this person's life. I, I, and I feel like as Christians, our job isn't to look for the way to to necessarily take that. And I understand if someone was in my house, I would definitely freak out. And if yeah, I, I know I would probably go to something, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'd be scared. But at the same time as Christians, we need to be able to, I, I don't know, find a way to do things as peacefully as possible. And I know what human nature does. So I'm going to find the ways to do that best in my life. Yeah. I mean, even, even Jesus said when Peter chopped his, the guy's ear off, he's like, listen, you're going to live by the sword. You're going to die by the sword. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's, you know, Jesus lived his life that way. He didn't heighten things. Yeah. That, that's fair. Again, um, I hear where you guys are coming from. You know, I, I think this is one of those conversations we're just going to agree to disagree. <laughs> but, well, hopefully, hopefully but, we're giving people things to think about. Yeah, I, I, listen, it's a conversation and, starter. And ultimately, yeah, that's it. a lot of my friends have guns. I don't have a problem with them owning a gun. Mm. I really don't. Deep down inside, I don't. If that's what they want to do it. I do believe that we need to rethink as Christians our dependence on them. Yeah. Or yes. the way we think about them. Sure. And be really honest about it. Listen, it, if people say you can't own a gun, it's not the end of the world. It's not a freedom. Listen, I know people say, well, we got to keep the government in check. The government has the military. You aren't going to do anything. You have an arsenal. They're going to bring a tank in and nuke you. Right. It's, yep. it's yeah. ridiculous to me. Yeah, right now. The logic that goes behind And that shouldn't that. be right. the way we keep people in check. I know, right? Like, like yep. the yep. way I'm going to yep. keep you in check is by going and get my weapon. Right. Like that, let me storm the Capitol. Right. Let me, let me loot. That, let me that's not attack the way. you. Right. Right. That's not the Christian way. Right. right. Agreed. The Christian ways to change hearts. And, and yeah. Jesus Christ changed hearts by self-sacrificing. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He actually got killed, mm-hmm. which to me is a, is a big thing. And I think as Christians, we need to be a little bit more. And if we're going to trust God with one thing, we should trust him with all of it. I agree with that. And I, I think I know that, there's I know there's devils around, but <laughs> I, that's just my personal belief. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, I mean, like, like you were saying, PJ, that we have we have just a lot of people that would that are just so concerned with the earthly kingdom and the rights of the earthly kingdom that they're mm. willing to like die on the top of the hill for that freedom. Like, why aren't we about that, about the heavenly kingdom? Mm. The you freedoms know? that that brings. Yeah. The freedoms that that brings, you know, if I imagine how different it would be if we had a lot of these people that are ready to die on the hill about their rights of their weapons yeah. and whatnot, if they were that sold out for the kingdom of God, and I wonder what would be different. That's a good, good point. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, this was fun. I got to yell at Curcio probably <laughs> for real for one of the first times. Hey, that's great. I think that's one other time kept his Curcio kindness and kept his, right, right. Kept his cool. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. he did raise his voice once at me. I'm just saying. Um, you know, I, and, and once he raised his eyebrow. Um, <laughs> I did, yeah. When he started talking, I yeah. went like, we were aiming to make this one about 40 minutes long. We have failed. <laughs> And we apologize for that. That's because of me. That's my fault. No, no. It's yeah, not you fault. barely talked. What exactly. You like, I mean, but here's the thing. You were ready to wrap it up. And we we're like, man, nah, we need no, to no, 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 no. We no, steamrolled no. you. <laughs> we hogged all the air. Up I felt here. bad. Like halfway through, I'm like, oh, man, we've left PA out of this. Oh, well, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. not a problem. This is probably not the last conversation we're going to have about this topic either. So, you know, oh, for it's sure. It's given me a springboard to talk about it with other people, too. Because honestly, this isn't a conversation that I've had with many people. 
people. So that was another reason why I kind of stayed. I wanted to get same with the carrots. I wanted to get educated first. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you might have come to the wrong place yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get well, educated no, about I heard, carrots. I heard both yeah, sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard both yeah. sides, and that, that's yeah. that's what I think you guys' this podcast is designed to do. You know, to right. bring board conversations. That, that's it's all designed it for conversations. Yeah, so exactly. let us know what you think. Diversity on the hill at gmail.com Diversity with the C, and the same on Instagram. Diversity on the hill. So we want to hear what you have to say about. I don't know what we're going to title it, but we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be about guns. All I know, when I say Desmond Doss is my hero, I mean it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Pia, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you want to pray for us, man? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can close the prayer. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we're going to be thankful so much that we can have these conversations, Lord, yes. um, in a healthy environment. And Lord, mm -hmm. I pray the same for the listeners that as they have these conversations with, with people in their lives, that um, you be in those conversations and yeah. that you keep them civil and that you keep them... Um, to a point where we can learn from each other and grow because that is the whole point of conversations, Lord, mm -hmm. is that we learn and grow and ultimately so that we can learn and grow more about you and grow into who you are. Um, and Lord, that's what we want these conversations to to um, bring forth is just Jesus Christ. And so I just ask that your son be lifted up through this conversation and the conversations to come from this. And I just ask that you go with us now um, and help us to, to grow in you. We love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Grace and peace to you all. This is PJ, and I'm out. This is PA, and I'm out. <laughs> PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.